Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? I definitely did, but I didn't know how to do it until I ran to a girl at a meet and greet and she told me about Anchor. Now, Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. And best of all, it's free and it's ridiculously easy to use. And as a mom, we all know that things that are free are valuable. <laughs> and Anchor can now match you with other great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. Yes, so that means you can start making money whenever you start recording your podcast. It's ridiculously easy. It's great. It's fun. It's easy to distribute. So if you want to start your podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start and join me and other diverse podcasters here that already use Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Hey, my friends, and welcome to another episode of the Four Moms Podcast, an audio platform we empower and encourage moms by talking about all things postpartum. We hear you, sis, and we are here for you. Today, you guys, we were talking about something that we all can get on that we all understand, mom guilt. Oh, <laughs> it's going to be a really good topic, but also stay tuned until the end because I have some announcements that I want to share with y'all. So let's go ahead and get into it, and I hope y'all enjoy the show. Okay, so today, (laughs) I actually had a a whole nother episode recorded, ready to launch on tomorrow, and it's early Monday morning. Um, For y'all that have been listening the past few episodes, you know I start my job today, Um, but Yesterday, God was like, this is not the one you're supposed to release. It's like, really, Lord? <laughs> I was trying to plan ahead. I was trying to do things ahead of time. So, like, I didn't have to be doing things like this, getting up early, 5 o'clock in the morning, recording episodes before everybody woke up. And he's like, no, that's not what I wanted you to talk about. And he's like, you know what, God? I received that because you told me you don't want me to talk about it. I recorded it anyway just because... I hadn't received anything else from him. And then, uh, yeah, today or yesterday, excuse me, this whole weekend, Saturday and Sunday, uh, he gave me the topic mom guilt. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, let's get into it. So I know mom guilt is probably something that a lot of us moms go through at some point in our lives, especially when our kids are young, right? We want to be there. We want to see every moment. We want, um, to take every picture we want all the memories we want everything that they do we want to be there for it right um and so then when there are times that we're not there or for some people um you know you do go out and you come back they're like oh yeah she took her first step it's like oh I missed it but um and that's ha- that happened to me whenever I had Joseph. His mom was watching him, and they were, you know, I could tell he was he was walking along the couch. He was kind of standing up on his own, and I believe he took his first steps with them. Uh, but one thing I did have to tell myself is that you know he's going to take another first step. It's going to be okay. Um, you know, this is all going to work out. But then also at the same time, some people may see that as 
oh, I can't miss anything else. You know, I can't miss out. Like I have to be there. I have to be there. I have to be there for everything else he does. And then you don't want to leave. Or um, I know for some people that I've talked to, it took them so long to have this baby, to have this child. Right. They don't want to leave them. Um, You know, they've had miscarriages before, battles of infertility before. And for them to get to this point where they have the baby here, it's physically with them. The baby is healthy. Everything is going well. They don't want to miss out on anything because it took them so long to get to that point, which is perfectly understandable. Right. Um, Maybe you have multiple children. Um, like me, <laughs> two two to me is multiple. Okay, for some of y'all that have like four and five, my hat goes off to y'all. Um, like <laughs> I'm in y'all corner. Okay, but for some of y'all that have multiple, you feel like you feel so overwhelmed, right? Uh, this weekend, typically, uh, my parents are the most awesome grandparents. On most weekends, they're taking them, even if it's for just one night, they're taking them. And we know we kind of get a little bit of a break. Um, And this weekend, they weren't able to do it. They had a church anniversary. Their church has been together or has been in that location for 111 years. And I believe that it is technically a historical marker which is fabulous it's awesome um so they were having this you know big church anniversary and they were like you know we have too much stuff going on well I'm like that's cool but I'd already had some errands um lined up that I wanted to accomplish for Saturday so I'm like well y'all just gonna be in the car rolling like I got stuff to do you know places to be y'all just gonna have to be with me and that morning we got up, we had our infamous rice and eggs. <laughs> if y'all haven't had rice and eggs, y'all are missing out. I'm so sorry to tell y'all that. But it's literally just rice and eggs. And you just mix it together. And it's the best po' man's breakfast, okay? <laughs> For y'all that are in uh, college, y'all got kids in college, it's the best meal. Oh my gosh, you got your protein and your carbs. Hello. Anywho. <laughs> um... So we had our rice and eggs. I'm kind of just chilling out before we get up and start getting dressed and everything. And my friend calls me and she's like, hey, like, what's up? I was like, hey, what's going on? She's like, what are you doing today? And so I got some errands. I got some stuff to do. She was like, oh, you got the kids? I was like, yeah. So my parents actually couldn't take them this weekend. So, you know, they're just going to be riding around with me. She was like, oh, okay. She said, well, I have baby fever. Uh, I want the kids today. Okay. I'm sorry. What did you just say? <laughs> and she was like, I have baby fever. Um, I'm going to come get them, you know, pack up their stuff, bring them some extra clothes just in case, you know, I'm going to take the kids from you today. And I was just like, okay, God. Okay. Like, um, really? Thank you, Lord. So first off, thank God for uh, your support system, your tribe and your friends around you. Okay. Thank God for the people that um, step in. Uh, whenever you don't feel like it, for the people that help you out, for our parents, our grandparents, and our friends, godparents, thank you. That's she is uh, Gemma's godparent. So I was like, praise God. <clears throat> so she came over. I packed up their stuff. She got toys. Brought them on over to the house, and they were with her and um, her fiance, which is my husband's best friend, from eleven to seven. Saturday and at first Joseph had not had his nap yet (laughs) upon departing me so he was very whiny and I could tell that he was like I don't want to go here she said that to me 
So this is step one of mom guilt. When we want the break, but our kids say, I want to be with you, right? When our kids can verbally express how they feel and they're like, no, 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 but I want to stay with you. And as a mom, you're like, you know, the best you feel like the best place your child can be is with you. And for him to say that, I was like, oh, don't do this. Don't do this. I'm starting to get this mom guilt. And um, my friends have never had them two by themselves. And so, but I mean, but they've had experience with kids. Um, uh, my my kids' godparents. So, okay, let me break this down. Our friend Alex is Gemma's godmother. But her fiance, my husband's best friend, are both of our kids' godfather. Okay, and he has a daughter. So, he obviously, he has experience with children. Duh. They have nieces and nephews. They have cousins that are always at the house. But even, like, you, even, like, the best daycare, right? Like, the daycare that's been in service for forever, for 100 years, got all these certifications and everything. Like, even that daycare, you still, like, but you're taking my kid. <laughs> so, it was, like, I knew they had experience. And that's another part of mom girl, right? It's, like, I know that they're going to be okay in this environment. But it's just the fact that. They're being away from me. And it's just the fact that it's like, it's their first time in this environment or whatever, you know, like those things come into factor. And <laughs> so he told me, he was like, I don't want to go. And I'm like, well, look, either you're going to be with me and we're going to be in a car all day, or you can go with Aunt Alex. You can have ice cream and pizza, run around in the park. You can just go have fun. And I could tell, like, the wheels in his head were spinning. Like, hmm, <laughs> maybe this wouldn't be such a bad idea. Maybe this is not such a bad thing. Um, so he goes with her. She FaceTimes me maybe, like, an hour or so later. He's still really pitiful. Oh, my want my mommy and my God. I'm like, boy, take a nap. But even in that moment, right, it's like now he's crying for me. It's like, should I go get him? Like, do I need to go and get him? Mom, you all over again. It's like whenever you know your kid, but at the same time, you're like, I just don't want him to suffer. <laughs> he needed a nap, y'all. That's all. He, he needed a nap. But in him crying, it's just like, oh, my gosh. <sighs> I feel so bad. But anywho, he got the nap. Um, he was better. Everything was fine, and he ended up having a great time over there. She sent me pictures. They rode on scooters. Um, they had, you know, they had their ice cream, which he calls chocolate black ice cream. I don't know why, but <laughs> it's black ice cream. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, he had a great time. So everything ended up working out. But just in that session, in that moment, you know, we have that mom guilt, and we feel overwhelmed and attacked like how Job felt in the Bible. Um, obviously, Job's situation is a little bit different. But us as moms, we feel so, we feel attacked sometimes. We feel like we're having every obstacle come our way. And in Job three twenty six, and I felt I found this verse, y'all, and I felt like it spoke to what us moms go through. I have no peace, no quietness. I have no rest. Only trouble comes. <laughs> And I was looking, I was like, Job, I know that you had, you know, some especially trying times where 
um, the devil was really just on you and there was a test um, of how big your faith is. But this verse right here is for moms, okay? I have no peace. I have no quietness. I have no rest. That is a mama verse, okay? <laughs> there is nothing for us. There is nothing for us. Uh, but like I said, uh, that weekend he had a great time. Now I will say, so that was Saturday. He had a great time with them Saturday night. Um, our friends was having a, um, a get together, a dinner and a game night. And one, I slightly forgot. <laughs> I was doing a lot of stuff Saturday that by the time I started going from Fort Worth all the way back to Dallas, uh, the dinner that they were having was starting. And my husband called me. He was like, Hey, I can't make it. Are you on the way out there? I'm like, I'm on the way out to where? <laughs> but anywho, um, so the dinner happened. And by the time I get back to the house, I'm like, okay, we're going to make it to the game night. Everything's going to work out. And by the time we get back, um, my friend drops the kids back off. It's like, they've been gone all day. <laughs> I I had expected to be with them all day and they've been gone all day. And now that they're back, I don't want to leave them at all. I don't want to leave them, right? And so... I think that's like the final circle of mom guilt. You start off where you want them to be with you. The best place is them for you is is with is for them is with you. Um you don't want to miss anything. Um you want to be sure everything that they're want to be sure everything is taken care of for them, right? And then the final round is that whenever they are in your presence and then like you don't want to leave. <laughs> You just don't want to leave at all. You don't want to leave. So they came back. My son was like, oh, mommy, I just want to be with you. I just want to lay with you, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay. <laughs> all right, man. So I didn't end up going to the game night. I felt bad because it was like, you know, something with our friends. But, I mean, y'all know. Whenever <laughs> your kid is like, but I want you here. You're like, okay. All right. I am here. I am she. Hear me roar. I am here. <clears throat> but with that being said, um, obviously, I let him out to be with other people. Um, I think that's something else that I want to address with mom guilt. Sometimes there are situations that have happened in our past um, that we don't, that happened to us as a child um, or maybe as a young adult. And we're not comfortable with who our children are with. I'm not sorry. I mean, I say it like that. We are, we are, we may be trusting of people that our children are with, but we have the scenario that happened to us running through our minds. And let me tell you that we have to believe in God and God's blessing. God will always protect his children. He will always have a covering, um, his hand of protection around them. Um, and not necessarily what's, what happened to you is going to happen to your kids. But I understand that mindset and that tragedy that you don't want to happen to you to happen to them. Um, and in that aspect, you are always looking out and you're always like, what's going on with them? Why, you know, where are they going? What's happening with you? Blah, blah, blah. And sometimes, you know, your kids may not understand that, right? But we, you know, but we have our senses and everything. Um, what I do want to say is that even though I had mom guilt of them leaving, 
and I had I had the feeling running through my body of dang like you know she she never had my kids just my kids by themselves um she's never uh you know you know you kind of have like that extreme <laughs> process she's never done this and it's like she's okay um, I trust these people. They're going to be fine. Your kids are going to be fine. You have to reassure yourself of where your kids are going and um, that everything is going to be all right. So I had to tell myself, although um, at that time my kid wanted to be with me, I knew he was just sleepy. I knew that once he would start having fun, he was going to be fine. I knew that they weren't going to do anything to him that I wouldn't approve or disapprove of. I knew he was going to be in good hands, right? So I knew he was going to be okay, especially once he started, you know, eating. My children love to eat. <laughs> once they started eating, I knew they would be just just fine. Um, But I do have some scripture that I want to read to y'all. Um, And just talking about, let me see, let me get to my right scripture. Uh, ta, 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 ta. No, not that. And just talking about how we need peace and how um, we also need to talk to ourselves to have this peace. Y'all give me two seconds. I wrote it down, but I didn't have it ready. I apologize. Okay. So the first scripture is First Peter chapter 3, verses 10 through 11. And it says, For the scripture says, if you want to enjoy life and see happy days, keep your tongue from speaking evil and your lips from telling lies. Turn away from evil and do good. Search for peace and work to maintain it. In verse 10, they say, if you want a happy life and see happy days, keep your tongue from speaking evil. I thought this was important to include because a lot of times us moms think that we can't have a break. And the first thing, the first call to action that I want y'all to do is start speaking um, peace and relaxation into your lives. So if that means that I deserve a break, I deserve to relax, I deserve peace. As simple as that. Start speaking those things to your life every single day, in every scenario, in every situation. And I'm not saying that, like, you know, this is just going to calm all your anxiety and whatnot. But by speaking those things repeatedly into your life, it's, you're, you're starting to tell yourself that you deserve a break and that it's okay to have a break. And um, in that point, you know, every, you know, it's just going to be okay. <laughs> it's going to be all right um, in the times that you feel troubled and overwhelmed, right? So you deserve that free time. Um, and then in verse 11, it says to search for peace and work to maintain it. Sometimes we always search or we're always um, focused on other people, other things, other tasks. Sometimes we're focused on staying busy because, like, we're trying to stay busy. You know, oh, I have to do well at work or I have to do this, I have to do that. And even that's like after you complete your, you know, because even at work, right? In the workforce, they tell you after you complete your last your task list, find something else to do, right? Help other people around you, um, you know, go do some training, go read a module, go catch up on this. And sometimes we take that home. So it's like after you complete your chores for the day, you're still trying to find stuff to do. After you've, you know, made dinner and made this stuff, you're now trying to be over here and be over there. And it's like sometimes after you complete your task list, 
why not just take a break? Right? Why not just relax and just get yourself together? So searching for that peace, make that and make that a task to search for your peace. Right. And I have some more um, as some more stuff at the end that we're going to get to in this. Um, but that's the first scripture. Understand that you're that we need our peace to fully function. I've used this example before, and I kind of feel like Joe Osteen for <laughs> for some of y'all that repeatedly listen to him. He kind of has like his big examples or some of the main examples um, that he uses repeatedly. But I love him. He's an awesome pastor and um, speaker. And um, so if you're driving your car, your car is going to run out of gas eventually if you don't keep refueling it. Um, But if you don't refuel it, that light comes on. And if you keep driving it, what happens? You're going to run out of gas. So just in the fact that you have to refuel your car, you have to, for y'all that are fancy and have electric, you have to plug in your car. You have to refuel and recharge yourself as well. Okay. And what do you have to do in order to Oh, come come on example come through what do you have to do in order to put gas into your car you have to turn your car off it's not running it's not um it's it's not running at all because then you can further damage your car but you have to turn your car off in order to refuel it and in that process of you refueling it your car is off and it's sitting and it's resting in a sense right you're refueling it, and then once you put your gas in it, you close the tank, right? You get ready to go. You start your car back up and praise God. We can keep going another whatever miles until you need to refuel again. But, y'all, that's just like us as moms. We have to stop in order to recharge and refuel ourselves. We have to do that, okay? Um, we have to have that peace in that moment. It's my next topic. Okay. <clears throat> so in having mom guilt, <laughs> um, we have to, like I said, we have to understand we need that rest and that time. Um, we have to also decide who we are comfortable with having our children, right? We know a lot of times now we're pregnant, a lot of people come and say, oh my gosh, I want to babysit, I want to do that. Um, but it's really only certain people that we would really feel comfortable having our kids. Maybe people that have um, experience with children, people that have a more calm and peaceful demeanor or tone, um, people that are, you know, people that you just trust, you've been along for, around for a very long time. And make a list of the people you're comfortable with having your kid. Because it's going to be a lot of people that want to come and babysit and do that. And that's fine and that's cool. Um, you could always do a test run. You can always have people come over whenever your kids are, you know, in their prime playtime. And just come over and hang out with you while you are with your kids and your kids are around. So you can kind of just see how they're acting around your kids, right? Um, which my friends have done that plenty of times before. Um, and so you can just see like what they're, you know, how, how they're helping you and helping out and all those type of things. Um, so yeah, so those things, um, are something else you can do, but making a list. So point one was telling yourself, giving yourself the affirmation that you need that free time, that you deserve the peace. Uh, point two, decide who you're comfortable with having your child. 
And then, of course, <laughs> the number one rule of mommyhood, rotate your babysitters. <laughs> so and whenever you find people that you're comfortable with, people that have done like the test run, they're around you with your kids, whenever they're playing and acting a crazy fool, and you're like, okay, they may be able to handle this on their own. Because some people, they're around your kids and they freak out. You're like, obviously, you may not be able to handle this on your own. But some people, they're like, they're diving in. They're cool. They're great. You know, everything's working out. Um, so you tie your come with, rotate those people, okay? Because you don't want to burn nobody out because then they're going to be mad at you. They're going to resent you. Um, plan it out. Plan out use some free time. Um, I am a planner. I typically don't like doing things last minute or things like kind of changing my schedule. But... Whenever, you know, my friend called Saturday morning and she had said those things to me, it's like, man, first off, she had been telling me that she wanted to have the kids, <laughs> but you know, her schedule's busy or my parents would have them, whatever. Um, and so for her, I knew that this is an opportunity that she really wanted. Okay. So I was like, okay, I know she's been wanting them for a while. Um, but typically y'all plan it out, plan it out, um, whether it's a week in advance, maybe two weeks in advance, you got to do it. Whatever you have to do to say, like, y'all have this whole day to myself. Yo, I have this whole night to myself. And maybe the next day. They're going to spend the night somewhere? Hmm? Maybe. Are you going to go get your, your nails done? Are you going to go relax? Did you maybe put some money aside in your budget to get a really nice massage? Maybe eat afterwards? Y'all. I'm, you deserve it. You deserve it. And then with the mom guilt, sometimes if you plan things out in advance, you don't feel as guilty whenever you're doing it. I think a lot of times mom guilt stems from things happening last minute. That's just my opinion. Um, it stems from things happening last minute. Sometimes if you can plan things out in advance, you're like, it's going to be okay. You know, like you're preparing yourself and you may even be preparing your kids like, hey, you're going with mom all this weekend. Hey, you're going to be with this person. You know, you kind of prepare them. But when things happen last minute, um, I think that's when where mom guilt comes in. Or even whenever you're having like such a great time without your kids being there. Right. You're like, I shouldn't be this happy that I'm away from my kids. <laughs> like, I shouldn't be so happy that I am enjoying my time with them not being here. Like, I don't want them to come back right now. But, hey, that's OK, too. It doesn't mean that you don't love your kids. It doesn't mean that you don't want to be around them. It just means that you're just enjoying the time that you have to yourself. And that's OK. And you're perfectly obligated to have it. You enjoyed your time to yourself before you had kids. <laughs> So why not enjoy the time now that you don't have your kids around you? Enjoy it. It's okay. It's fine. You deserve a break. You're not outcasting your children. You're not summonsing them to a dark hole. You know, you're just, they're just going over to your grandparents' house, to your homegirl's house for a few hours so you can get a nap. Okay? It's okay. And last but not least, if it is unexpected, still take the opportunity. Especially if everything out works out there, some that you trust on your list, um, you say, hey, I can actually relax today. I was going to catch up on shows anyway with these kids running around the house that I can really just like sit here on the couch and take a break. Um, and then if you've already been telling yourself the affirmations of you deserve peace and you deserve your free time, then you're already good and ready to go to have that. Right. I want to end. So those are my one, two, three. Three, four points for today. Okay. Um, I want to end 
this episode or at least this segment before we get into our announcements um, with a quote. It's from Charles Brixton. You will never find time for anything if you want time. You must take it. Once again, (laughs) with that mom guilt, yo, it's important. It's important to have that time. It's important to be there um, for yourself and not not only for yourself. I'm sorry, not only for your kids, but also for yourself. Be there for yourself. We find time to do everything with our kids. We find time to run errands and do everything else. But if you want time for yourself, you must take it and it's okay. Um, I'm also going to use that as a transition into our announcements. Um, So I have a couple of things that have been pending behind the scenes um, and some things that I have been doing. So first thing is that that quote was actually um, a quote that I used in an article I wrote for 40 Magazine. Um, On Instagram, it's the number four zero magazine. Um, it's by a lady by Keon. She's absolutely amazing. She's so sweet. And she, uh, a couple of months ago, she had opened up um, in her story saying that she is opening up and she is having a, um, excuse me, opening up for people to write articles for the magazine. So I shot my pitch in. Um, I sent in my article and I just hadn't heard anything. <laughs> I was kind of just like, man, like, did she like it? Did she not like it? I don't know. But anywho, in that, um, yesterday I was checking my emails. I saw a notification for her issue, issue number 12 of her magazine. And I was like, okay, let me just see if it's in here. And I start going through the pages and I see on like page three, contributing writers, Allison Nickerson. There's a list of people, but my name is in there. <laughs> so I'm going to the magazine and on page 40 and on page 41, my article is in there. And coincidentally, um, it's kind of talking about some of the things we talk about today. It's called Release, Reconnect and Rejuvenate. And it's just talking about having that time to yourself, the different levels of release, as well as different ways to communicate that you are overwhelmed to your partner and what you need from your partner or from your support tribe. So you guys, the link is in the show notes. I would really appreciate if you can go check out the um, the article. It's something I really worked hard on. It's something I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to be a published writer. And um, now I am. <laughs> so I'm super excited about that. Um, yeah, that's just an exciting moment. Um, announcement number two. So whenever I was like 11 or 12 um, at my home church that my parents still go to, I remember going to my pastor and I, I would write sermons in a sense. And I would go give them to my pastor. He always told me that whenever I felt like I wanted to do it, I should come back to him and tell him. And he would give me that opportunity. And of course, at like 11 or 12, you're like, anybody trying to be no pastor? <laughs> anybody trying to talk about this word? I'm like, I ain't trying to do that now. And, you know, like, what am I doing? <laughs> I'm on a podcast combining faith and motherhood. And I went and I sang at my parents' church um, two Sundays ago. And I, because um, my I sang in the musical, my dad wanted me to come back and sing the song that I sang from musical back at there. Y'all didn't need to hear that, but um, 
<laughs> it's just the fact that my daddy asked me to do it. Therefore, I did. <laughs> but um, on my way driving there, I was like, man, I really want to go talk to Rev. We call him Rev. I want to go talk to Rev about I feel like I want to give a first message. Like I want to I want to talk in front of the congregation. So I talk with him after service. Um, he tells me, cool. He asked me some questions, you know, do you feel called to ministry or do you want to just start going into speaking? I'm like, eh, I'm probably more speaking right now. Um, and I, you know, I, I told him what I want to do with mommy's making moves and uh, my business and my brand. And he says, okay, I have people come in on the fifth Sunday. The next fifth Sunday is December 29th. So on December 29th, I will be giving my first message. I don't want to say sermon because I feel like that's very pastory, but I'll be giving my first message um, at St. Mark Church and it's in Fort Worth, Texas. Um, I'm super excited about it. I am nervous as all can get out, but I don't know if y'all remember at the beginning, I was saying that there was something that I recorded and I deleted. Um, what I had recorded is probably going to be what I'm going to be speaking at. And I really think God did not want me to record that to launch on here because he wants me to launch that for the first time, the last Sunday of the, of 2019. So I know it's going to come quicker than what I'm thinking right now. I'm like, oh, it's just two months out. Lies. Um, it's probably going to be like right around the corner. So I'm taking that message that he gave to me. I'm really going to be working on it, really reviewing it. Um, so yeah, you guys, I'm super excited about it. Um, I've always wanted, <clears throat> excuse me, to get into speaking roles, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, and then sometimes, you know, instead of going out and having to find different places to speak at, sometimes you got to make your own speaking opportunity. Um, but at the same time, I really felt like God led me to speak, um, to do this at my home church, something somewhere where I'm comfortable with getting my feet wet. Um, it's not just going to be in front of, you know, people I just don't know. Like I am going to be in an intimate setting. It's going to be awesome. But obviously y'all are more than welcome. Y'all are more than invited. I'll probably be talking more about it, you know, at the start of December. Um, but yeah, you guys, I'm super excited. So hope y'all enjoyed the message today. Look at me. I'm already using my message. Hope y'all enjoyed the episode. <laughs> Um, of Mom Gill. I hope that these points can help y'all. Please go ahead and shoot me an email if you're feeling the same way. Um, let me know if these tips helped you at all. Um, my email is your Y-O-U-R-B-F-F at mommy's M-O-M-M-Y-S move.com. I, I would love to hear from you guys. I, I love whenever y'all reach out and I can communicate back with people that are listening to this podcast. It's absolutely amazing. So thank you guys again. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Four Moms Podcast. I just want to say thank you to all of our family, our friends, and our supporters. I want to give a big thank you to my husband and my kiddos um, for just embracing me and supporting me on this crazy journey that I'm going on. 
Um, like I've said before, go ahead, subscribe, leave us a review so that we are able to reach more moms, more women, and so we can keep encouraging them to go after their dreams and we can expand our mommy community even more. Um, thank you again for listening and I cannot wait for y'all to listen to the next episode.